Letters from a Lonely Flyboy is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. Welcome to another episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy, where my brother Clint and I will share letters from our father, Air Force pilot Chuck Cathcart, to our mother Renee in the early 1960s. These letters were written while our father was stationed in Osan, South Korea for 12 months. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. Thank you for joining us as we continue on this journey described by our father through his letters home. The letters in this episode begin on November 19th, 1961, and Clint is going to read that first letter. Okay, so the first letter is Sunday, 19 November. Hi, honey. It's been another long day, almost midnight now, and I know I can't get out of here for another hour. Sure, we'll be glad to see Tuesday night come along and end this thing. No mail today for anybody, not even any boat mail today. Those clowns from that magazine outfit are still billing me and now are sending the magazines over here after I specifically told them not to. They didn't even bother to answer the letter I wrote to them. Completely ignored it by the looks of things. Hope to get some time off this weekend and maybe play some golf. It's getting pretty cold, but not too much so for me. As you know, I did get the cartoon. Don't have a heck of a lot to say. Just thought I'd take time for a note. Sure miss you, all of you. I love you. See. Well, he's just getting something off to her, just even though he doesn't have a lot of news. (laughs) That's kind of nice. Just so she has a letter from him. Yeah. And he's, uh, sounds like he's, um, they're about to end whatever this big project is that they're working on. And he's happy about that. Yeah, apparently it's due or, 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 or somebody wants it by um, uh, Tuesday night, so they've only got one more day to worry about it. Yeah, nice. And uh, the, the magazine outfit, you can't get any uh, any response from them except for them to bill them some more and send them some magazines. Wonderful. Right. Now they're sending them, um, instead of sending them someplace in the United States, they're sending them all the way over oh, to Korea. him. Korea, right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's just got to tickle him pink. Probably something like Vanity Fair or who knows. <laughs> something he really needs, for sure. Yeah, yeah. McCall's. Um, so I wonder what the cartoon was that mom sent. I, I, who knows? I'm going to guess it's one of those, you know, where the shows the uh, guys out playing golf in the snow with a colored ball or something, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Anything else for the good of this one? I think that'll do it. Okay. Well, I am going to go ahead and read uh, letter number 83. I can't believe we're 83 letters in. And this yeah. one is this one is uh, dated Wednesday, 22 November. Hi, honey. This is letter number two tonight. The first one is in the wastebasket. <laughs> Nothing really wrong with it, except that I poured out all my troubles and actually just calmed down enough to write something that might make sense. I didn't write last night, sorry, but by the time I got out of the office and had a bite to eat, sans martinis, it was 8.30 p.m. By the time I got to the hooch, somebody was in the shower, so I stretched out on my bed to rest it for a few minutes. And the next thing I knew, it was a little past one in the morning, and I was about to freeze. It's been another bad day, except for these letters from you. I'll summarize what I started to write in the first letter by saying I finally got fed up and asserted myself. Quite a surprise to a number of people, it seems. I do have to work tomorrow, but this doesn't bother me too much since Colonel Price and I are going to Okinawa sometime on Friday evening. I'll be looking for a job from similar. A wire came in yesterday asking if I'd like to be squadron ops officer at Itazuki after my tour here. I told them not no, but you know what. So I guess it'll either be Hawaii, Okinawa, or the USA for the next one. I'm sure this this wire is the word I've been waiting for on that squadron CO deal at Itazuki, except that it didn't turn out that way. I can't see spending my full tour here and then taking a squadron's, squadron ops job. Maybe I'm overestimating my capabilities, but it doesn't seem reasonable to go back to what I was doing 10 years ago and accept the attendant problems of TDY, etc. I sure hope that we get to go on this trip. Maybe I could run Simler's base ops for him or something. If not, PACAF headquarters is looking better all the time. I won't have to commit myself until almost Christmas. I understand, so if you would rather take our chances in the States, honey, you will have to let me know. It really doesn't make any difference to me, honestly. Let's just get us all together somewhere. And the heck with the rest of it. I'm serious, and I wish you would think about this a little. Poor Kelly. I guess you have to cut the chickens while she is napping. Didn't realize she could get in her high chair. I guess I think the National Geographic globe for Dink is a good idea. From what I remember of the pictures, it looked real fine. I think that you should go ahead and get it. I'd like to know what old Dink has decided about the shaving. Tried to put it to him the right way, but it's difficult by mail. His report card sounds pretty good, but I'm not up on the numer numerical grading system. I gather they just must be like A's and B's for the ones and twos. Very glad to hear about the math average, though. Please tell him so. Don't be afraid to go to the school and assert yourself. The government pays a subsidy for, subsidy for each student of a transient service type. I'm still very shocked about Colonel O.K. and the heart attack business. Not only shocked, but a little saddened that the Air Force has probably lost so much potential. Since I firmly believe that if we had a few more generals, as I'm convinced he would have been, like him, the whole service would be so much better off. Can only hope that, as in many first reports, things aren't quite as bad as they sound. There's always a possibility that it wasn't a heart attack at all and that he'll be flying and commanding again. I do hope you get Kelly a tricycle for Christmas, and naturally I want movies. 
Yesterday, I brought it, bought an 8mm projector used for $15. It's Japanese-made, but it seems that it will suit every requirement we may ever have for one. It's just like the one I've been using except newer, and for the price, I didn't figure I could go wrong. The one I've been using won't be available after Saturday. Gee, turkeys are cheap here. I hope you got a big one. Oh, gee, turkeys are cheap there. I hope you got a big one. I'm not trying to play on any sympathies, but the holidays just don't mean much here. A big turkey feed is scheduled for the mess hall tomorrow, but I may be between here and Seoul at the time. And after, I have to put up with a breath smell of about 20 or 30 Korean types for an hour or so. I may not be able to eat at all. Enough said for tonight. Remember, I love you. See. Okay, wow. <laughs> a lot in that one. Oh, yes. Okay. So I wonder, I sure wish we knew what was in that first letter. <laughs> I'd love to yeah. dive into that garbage can. It must have been a oh, doozy. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure uh, telling us um, how much fun they had uh, uh, staying at the office really, really late. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, I wonder what he means by um, he asserted, he asserted, finally asserted himself and surprised a lot of people. You know, I just, I would love to know those details, but uh, we're not going to get that, I don't think. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. We can only guess. Yeah. So he's firm at not wanting the job at Izuki. Do you know what he means by uh, the attendant problems of TDY? Yeah. Um, the reason he doesn't want the job at uh, Izuki is, like he said, it's kind of a step back 10 years. He, yeah. he was a, a, um, a squadron uh, ops officer 10 years before that he's already commanded um a, at least one squadron uh since then yeah so yeah he doesn't want to pedal backwards okay. um and the when the ops the ops officer is gonna uh when a squadron you're, you're gonna be doing a lot of flying around you know hopping over to japan hopping over to okinawa hopping over to korea mm -hmm. um you know any any place in that theater um so um He'd be gone all the time, um, and he can do that in the United States. Yeah, okay. Well, um, so mom, he's trying to get mom to, to think a little bit about what the possibilities are, and she doesn't really know, I mean, specifically. I mean, she kind of does, either Okinawa or the United States at this point. Or Hawaii. Or Hawaii, or Hawaii. That's, that's right. That's right. Um, so I remember mom telling me the story about um, when she was cutting up the chickens yes. and what she's writing about <laughs> Oh, poor yeah, I was like, oh, poor little chicky. Oh, poor little chicky. I just finally had enough together to realize that that used to be, a, you know, walking around somewhere. Yes. <laughs> Gave her a hard time about it. But oh, she yeah. said I didn't uh, feel so sorry for it when it was on my plate. So uh, not not quite as sorry. No. <laughs> so um, you got some, we got some more about your shaving and the schoolwork. Um, yeah. What did you decide? Do you know what you do? You remember what you decided about shaving back then? Oh, I'm sure I didn't do any shaving. I remember him. He was he was always he shaved in the morning with a razor, and he always shaved in the evening when he <laughs> afternoon when he got home from work with uh -huh. an electric shaver. He loved electric shavers. Okay. And so I remember him trying to get me to start on with one, um, um, you know. But that was uh, after he had gotten back when we were in Indiana. Oh, okay. Okay. Why um, Why does he think mom should uh, assert herself at, at your school? I don't know. I, I know. I'm pretty sure it's pretty much confusion on their part because the problem. I think. Um, I don't know if I if I talked to you, 
um, about it or not. But what happened was in the seventh grade when we were still in Virginia, um, a science teacher, my science teacher took oh, kind right. of uh, took me under a wing and decided I need to learn algebra. So we would spend the lunch hours uh, on algebra. Well, that was great, except the poor guy in Arizona when we went there, when they were going to teach algebra in the eighth grade, I mean, this poor guy, I already know everything he's trying to tell me. Yeah. Oh and boy. so he's scrambling around trying to figure out what what to do, um, uh, what you know, how to keep me busy, how to move me forward. And so I think um, the, the, they were uh, confused, disappointed, because they thought that the school system wasn't very good. But it wasn't the fault of the school system. It was the fact that we had jumped ahead the year before right. and I already had a grasp on what we were doing. Okay. Yep. So um, the abbreviation Colonel OK, is that Colonel O'Keefe? O'Keefe, yep. Okay. That's interesting. I did not know um, until I read the letters. I didn't know that um, Colonel O'Keefe had a heart attack and apparently somewhere around 61. It's interesting that Dad, because uh, and he was um, – dad's mentor he gave dad his first squadron he passed over uh some people that outranked dad and and because um, he didn't like them he didn't mm-hmm. think they had had the uh, wherewithal to to um to to run a squadron properly and he had dad um command the squadron so here we are and in 61 and dad you know feeling like the air force has really lost out yeah well o'keefe obviously is going to recover because in the next four, let's see, five years, Yeah, he's going to pick up three stars. Oh, okay. All right. Well, spoiler alert there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, um, good. And then he was, became dad's mentor again when dad uh, had a problem, his own problem with his heart attack. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Another spoiler alert there. That's coming. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he finally got his own projector. Um, yep. So the, the last thing he says about... Um, about the Japanese, uh, is it the Korean? They say Korean types are, I can't remember. Korean, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. um, is he taking the bus back from Seoul? Is that? No, but he's going to be in meetings with them. That's oh, why okay. they're going to Seoul, and they're going to be. It's uh, probably a UN meeting or 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 a, or a um, military okay. assistance um, um, command um, MAC um, meeting, and so um, he's going to be, you know, in, Close quarters in a room there. with them. And okay. of course, this time of year, it's starting to get cooler, so the room's going to be closed, and it's going to be heated, and and, and um, the Koreans are very fond, fond of kimchi, which produces some pretty interesting um, uh, breath. <laughs> okay. Okay, anything else to add with this letter? I think that's got it. Okay, would you please go on to read letter number 84? And here we are, uh, Thursday, the 23rd of November. Hi, honey. Hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Old dad spent the day working again. Did make a quick L20 trip to Seoul this afternoon for some info to finish up. It's just 1930, 730 now. Just managed to walk in and clean up the refrigerator. Reached for my plastic (laughs) jug that I keep my iced coffee in and let it slip. Spilled coffee all over everything. Hardly seemed like Thanksgiving, though I did get a plate of turkey and dressing at the mess hallway this evening. No martini, though. I'll have a couple outside Korea tomorrow night. Can't really believe I'll get to go yet, though one of the reasons I had to work today was to get a bunch of special info together for the general to take with him when he leaves tomorrow noon for a meeting, 
With him gone, Colonel Price and I ought to be able to break away. But you never can tell around here. I didn't ask Duncan, just told him. <laughs> if I do get to go, I'll hear about it for the next several months. It'll be, be like I took about 10 days leave just for the hell of it. Got two letters today and finally had time to read just now after I cleaned the refrigerator. <laughs> I know the long hours don't help, but seems like everything around here is a crash project and Duncan doesn't do a damn thing. I really need to get away for a day or so. Things are here. Things here are beginning to get me a little, get to me a little. About to pick um, Duncan up and shackling. <laughs> Two, like you, I start feeling pretty sorry for myself. It doesn't help at all, but it's just natural, I guess. About the only thing we can say is that time is passing. Almost four months gone. The weather here is, has turned very cold, down in the mid-20s last night. Clear and cold today, and looks like more of the same tomorrow. The guy I've been playing golf with, Callan, went to Seoul last night, planning to play golf today. They're not back yet. Bet they were cold, though I, it wasn't too bad in the middle of the day. Going to take my golf shoes along this weekend. Might be able to rent some clubs or borrow some and play at Okinawa. Sure miss you. Would love to hear the dolly talking. I love you. See. <clears throat> okay. It sounds like Dad's not trying trying not to get his hopes up too much about going to Okinawa, even though he really, really wants to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, we sure get some uh, more insight on Colonel Duncan. Oh, yeah. Doesn't do anything. No. Gosh, he's got to be just so frustrated at this point. Oh, yeah. And it's four months into, into a 12 to 13 month tour. Right, right. Yeah, so it's about a, a third way. of the tour, roughly. Long way to go there. Oh, yes. Anything else for the good of this letter then? Looks like it, we're starting to get nice and chilly in oh, Korea. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Does. It's very humid there. <laughs> it's, it was probably hard for mom to picture because we were in Phoenix and probably got all the way down to 60 at night. Yeah. Oh, boy, that's chilly there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it looks like he's going to get to play golf, too. So, uh, It would appear so, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go on and read the last letter of the episode. This one is uh, dated Sunday, 26 November. Hi, honey. This is going to be just a quick note tonight, so that it won't be too long between letters. Just got back a little bit ago. Had a hamburger and a shower, and it's past midnight. Had a real fine trip, saw lots of people, and got 15 hours flying time and many job offers that I'll tell you about tomorrow. I really liked Okinawa. Saw Bolts, Simlers, the Barbers are there, and Buckshot White, and a number of others. They are not sure Grady is coming there now, and don't expect to know until after the first of the year. Hope nothing has happened to them, but don't know why else the delay. He was supposed to be there the 2nd of December. I hate to cut this so short, honey, but have to get to bed. I love you. C. So it sounds like he got to go. Yep. I wonder what he thinks happened, might have happened to Grady. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you, um, we'll never know, I guess. Um, you know, of course, he's not very specific. Um, I think, I don't... Uh, um, I don't. I don't think he was worried about a health situation or, or whatever. If th I'm going to guess he figures that if something happened, that would be that he couldn't wiggle out of that guard assignment in New York, and so he he wasn't up for um, rotation oh, okay. at that point and had to stay in New York. Okay. Okay. Anything else for the good of the episode? I think that's got it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening today, and please join us next time when Mom gets presented with a pretty big decision to make. 
If you've got comments or feedback you'd like to share, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy or email us at lettersfromalonelyflyboy at gmail.com. You can also find that contact information on the podcast, podcast description. We'd love to hear from you. If you um, have questions, comments, uh, want to sponsor the show, or have anything else for the good of the order, please uh, please let us know. And that's going to do it for this week. I'm Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We would love your feedback. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy. Can't wait to see you on the next episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy.